that, that he's been indicted, so maybe it is for me. I mean, I think that no one is above the law, and he's been indicted, in, uh, you know, by the federal government and by the state government as well. But I think that's an interesting spin that he, he put on it. What was shocking to me was the hypocrisy of the evangelical community, hmm. um, booing at the truth. I mean, we can all have differences of opinions, but the facts remain the same. And he did these things. So it's almost like they were going, la, 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 like little kids. And they're still going to vote for him. Because if you look at the polls, 51% of um, Republicans say that they're going to vote for Donald Trump. And uh, I think it was something like in the 80%, and you could tell me in my ear if I'm wrong, of evangelicals will. But I don't, why is that shocking at this point? I mean, you know, evangelicals voted for Trump after we saw him attack a disabled person, yeah. after we heard him say horrible things about women, after he was accused credibly of sexual harassment and even rape, after we all heard him boasting of sexual assault on video on tape, and they still lined up and voted for him. So at this point, I'm shocked, not shocked. I think this, this, um, this convention, instead of being called faith and freedom, should be called your faith takes away my freedom. And when you talked about the evangelicals voting for him, the first time around, I remember, I don't understand the, the kind of explaining this away, but some people said it was just to get those Supreme Court justices. Right. They're one issue. They're they one issue. And they got him. So to me, it's more shocking they remain there That's where after they have their justices. Because I went to look up. I didn't know for sure if this was an evangelical group. That always blows my mind when I see them being okay with the Donald Trump. The description on their website of their coalition is, we believe that the greatness of America lies not in the federal government, but in the character of our people. Hmm. The simple virtues of faith, hard work, marriage, personal responsibility, and helping the least among us. But what I don't understand is that they haven't grasped that Trump can't win a general election. So essentially, although they're coming together to be anything but Biden, they're voting for Biden by voting for so, Trump. Okay, maybe that's, I, no, I, the evangelicals are not the evangelicals of my youth. Yeah. I've always known evangelicals. Same, yeah. And while we have different roads to God, they're, you know, they're basically right. the same roads, but the, the, I don't know who these folks are. You know, when they wake up and realize that God may not be on their side the way they think they are. Alright, welcome back. The View. A group of very miserable, uh, unintelligent ladies that are trying to convince people of lies. I mean, everything there is just nonsense at its peak. Um, Let's start with a couple uh, of things. I Whoopi Goldberg was saying that all of our roads to heaven are the same. That's the cop-out phrase that most people that are, uh, you know, there's different types of Christians, and, and some people believe in whatever you believe in. And uh, if you read the Bible, it's pretty clear there is literally one road. There, there's not different roads to the same end. You know, it's, it's just not the way this works. So that, that was a lie right there. Um Matter of fact, you know, that's it, actually a hard road to go down. And hard as in difficult, easy to see the road, but it's it's difficult to make your way to the kingdom. You, know, you have to you have to play by the rules. You have to believe, you have to love, you have to follow all the rules of the Bible. God has a lot of them. They're not that difficult to follow, although a lot of people for some reason think they are. And I think most people that think that they're difficult to follow, it's because your love is for this world. It's not for uh, God, you have more love for possessions and worldly things instead of having love for what God commands you to have love for. I mean, you, you love this world, you love everything about this world. And so that's going to make that hard path for you to find. Um, 
uh, people like them, I mean, uh, you know, you always are going to pray for them. I don't know if they'll ever find their path because they don't see that they're wrong. As a matter of fact, they're all sitting there beating up Christianity, taking cheap shots at it. Uh, the evangelical community, how could they vote for a man like this as opposed to what? Okay, uh, As opposed to Joe Biden, who's having transgender people at the White House, uh, who's all for pride, who is pro-abortion, who is a more or less anti-God. Everything about him is the complete opposite of what God teaches and what God expects you to be. He's the complete opposite. So you would expect the evangelical community, Christian community, anybody that believes in God, you would expect them to vote for him over somebody who is actually pro-God, anti-abortion. You would expect them to vote for that better. (laughs) I mean, I just, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. Everything that they're, they're saying there. They're just spewing lies. I just wonder, uh, their audience, what what does their audience uh, consist of? I mean, are they all Antifa members? Are they are they all blue and pink-haired, uh, complete liberal creeps? I mean, they must be, because I don't know who would actually could actually sit there and listen to this nonsense day in and day out, and just the lies and the vile that they spew every single day. I don't know how you could. I mean, I obviously don't, uh, I, I say what, uh, when I find an article like I found and tweeted out, you know, that's the only reason I comment on it, but all these buffoons do is just lie to their audience. They lie to their audience to keep them engaged so that they will vote the way that they want them to vote. I mean, you would, you would vote for somebody like Joe Biden with all of his problems. You notice they don't say anything about his problems. They're not talking about his crackhead son and that he's taking showers with his 14-year-old daughter. Uh, they're not talking about any of that. They're not talking about the bribes that he's taking and he's selling out America. They're not talking about, like I said, that he's pro-abortion, that he's pro-gay stuff and pro-drag queens and pro-transgender. Uh, um, uh, you don't talk about any of that. He's anti-freedom. <laughs> you, you only focus on Trump because that's what they do. I mean, that's, uh, I, I can't see how in good conscience, if you are a Christian, I don't see how you vote for any Democrat because they are completely against what you believe in. So I don't, I don't understand how you could vote for any of them, but some people do. I, I mean, there are people that are in church that were born and bred Democrats and they're in there praising the Lord but at the same time, they will just choose to turn a blind eye to certain things because they believe that that is the way. You know, and if you sit there and try to engage them, it's just like I don't even know how you get past just the abortion issue on its on its by itself. And then if you get past that, well, how do you get past the whole um, the the gay issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God uh, in the Bible, if you are gay, you are an abomination. I'm just that that's what it is in the Bible. That doesn't mean that we have to hate you. You know, I said it before and I'll say it again. The best you're going to get out of me is I love you. You are living in sin and I will pray for you. That's it. That's the best I got for you. I'm, I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not, I don't want wish any ill on you. I certainly don't want anybody to hurt you. That's, that's not the way yeah, I, but I don't, I am not going to agree on what you do and I'm not going to give in to what you do because that is completely against what I believe. So it's not going to happen. So I certainly wouldn't vote for somebody like a Joe Biden. I mean, I wouldn't vote for him anyways, but it's amazing how some of these Christians are, they can convince themselves that it's the greater good and they'll just turn a blind eye to it. I just, 
I, I can't begin to understand that uh, that thought process. Look here, uh, uh, just to continue with it. Here, here's a Democrat, and you tell me, being a Christian, that this is somebody that you supposedly can vote for. Um, this this bill protects children. It makes children safer. It makes children healthier. And it's unfortunate that this bill, like so many, uh, has been caught up in this 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 right wing outrage machine. That it's like every 12 hours they need another uh, another some another issue or another bill uh, or another or, or something that's completely made up to try to just stoke outrage online uh, to scare people to scare parents to to feed this um, just absolutely false moral panic that people are running around trying to steal people's uh, uh, children. Uh, we know that. That, that there are uh, children who are truly at risk, uh, and 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 the outrage machine completely m- undermines our efforts to address actual children at risk by making pretend that all children um, are somehow uh, being targeted, and that the mental health profession is targeting them, and their teachers are targeting them, and LGBTQ people are targeting them. It is outrageous. Uh, and this is a good and important bill, and I want to thank you again for moving it forward. Yeah, okay. So, if you don't know what he's talking about, that's uh, I will give it to you. Uh, this is a California Democrat that proposed a bill that would allow courts to take temporary jurisdiction of children uh, against their parents' will. And that is if your child says at six years old, I am, uh, I'm, I'm the wrong gender. And instead of you being a responsible parent and saying to your child, uh, you know, let's, let's you know, pause the, uh, hit the brakes. Let's pause this for a second. Let's talk about it. You know, I know you, you're a little child. You don't understand what you're saying here. Uh, what are you watching? Who's talking to you? Who's confusing you instead of doing that and working with your child, the state can come in and say, since you did not begin uh, gender or hormone therapy or transitional therapy since you didn't give in to what your child is saying, that you didn't respect a six-year-old's decision on what sex they want to try to be, <laughs> which is an impossibility. But all right, uh, we're going to take your child. We're going to take temporary custody of your child. We're going to take your child away from you because you won't do the radical things that we want you to do to them because you won't start injecting them or feeding them all kinds of chemicals that are going to start altering their body. You can vote. If you, if you are, <laughs> you're a Christian, you can vote for a Democrat. That's like that. I mean, that's just be, that's just pure evil. See, that's, I, that's where you lose me is that when I look at these people and what they are fighting for and what they stand for, I don't understand how you could possibly vote for them. Yeah, it just, I struggle to understand anybody that calls himself a Christian but yet can vote for a Democrat. It doesn't logically make sense. That is against everything that you're supposed to be believing in. And uh, I was going to move. Oh, you know, actually, before I move on, and as he says that, you know, Republicans and everything, we're looking for outrage every 12 hours. We all know that that's just the normal Democratic blame game that they, they blame you for doing exactly what they do because. They run Donald Trump stuff and outrage stuff 24-7. They, so 
Uh, even if we did do it every 12 hours, we're half of what they do. But we actually have a reason to be outraged. Uh, but where he says that it's this right-wing conspiracy that uh, we're after your kids, he must have missed the pride parades this month where they were where they actually were chanting that we're coming for your children. Uh, he must have missed that. And then he wonders why, people like that, you're going to sit there and wonder why uh, we get outraged and why we are saying you're after our children. Well, we're saying it because you're saying it. <laughs> Again, this is the type of person that you're supporting. Now, granted, he is from California, so I guess you can uh, view that however you'd like to. Uh, uh, but I'm sure there are still Christians in California. Again, I don't see how you could possibly vote for somebody like that. I don't see how that works within uh, your belief. It just it doesn't. All right. Elon Musk probably is not going to like this too much, but uh, police say a Pennsylvania teen's Tesla had autopilot engaged when it crashed into a traffic control truck. The Tesla vehicle was driven by an 18-year-old teen with its autopilot engaged, crashed into a stationary truck providing construction lanes uh, control on the Pennsylvania Highway, intensifying scrutiny on Elon Musk's driver assistance system. Reuter reports that the Tesla car driven by the 18-year-old running on its autopilot software hit a stationary truck in Pennsylvania, uh, casting further doubt on the safety of the automaker's driver assistance system. The incident happened late last uh, Friday, late late last week on Friday. Uh, according to the police report, the Tesla was cruising in the middle of the lane when it rammed into the back of the truck parked in the same lane. The truck was therefore uh, was there to control traffic due to the closure of the right lane. Law enforcement uh, uh, law enforcement officials stated that the vehicle's driver, an 18-year-old male, was charged with careless driving, but attribute the car's loss of control to autopilot. I, okay. Two things. Let's just... Number one, all right, um, technology is not always what it's cracked up to be. If you're going to have auto, well, you know, auto, the car driving itself, which is just stupid. Even saying that out loud, it just sounds stupid. But if you're going to have the car drive itself, um, you have to get to a point in society, at least the way I view things and the way I think of things, and if it makes any sense to you as well, where... Uh, you have to remove human error from the equation. And how do you do that unless every single car is on auto and everything is running, you know, GPS-wise on a track? It's all gridded out. Nobody has control of the cars. The cars control themselves, so they all move together. They all stop together. You know, it's it would make the most sense if that's the direction that you want to go in. Problem with that is, most people don't care to go into that direction. Okay, most people want the freedom of driving their own cars. That being said, here's my second issue. There is something very wrong with this new generation that's coming up. You guys are the laziest people on the planet. The fact that you have to let a car drive itself instead of you driving the car is already a problem to me. Now, I don't know if it's a problem for you guys, but it's a problem for me. 
Okay, You are so lazy that you can't be bothered to pay attention to what you're doing, hold the steering wheel, and control the car. Are you that involved on your phone? Because I'm sure that's where this is always going to go to, is that they're doing something else and they want to be able to not take their eyes up for two seconds off of their stupid phones so that way they can pay attention to what's going on around them. We have created the most sorry generation I think I've ever seen. And I'm not saying that I am from the absolute greatest generation in, in, in history. But my God, it was a privilege. It was excitement. You were ready to drive your car. You, I mean, you were gone. I, I can't even imagine what these kids would do with stick shift. My first vehicle was stick shift. I had a little, little Mazda B2200. <laughs> I love that little truck. Probably couldn't get in it anymore. Doubt I'd even fit in it. Too fat now. Probably even if I did, it'd be leaning to one side real hard. But it didn't matter. At the time, I could fit in it. And I got into it. It's my little five-speed, and I loved it. Now, I drove stick shift for years and years and years. Even my classic cars, because I like to keep them original, are stick shift. What would these kids do? You know, I'm so confident with stick shift nowadays. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like I could leave the car running and go walk into the store and come out, and the car is going to be right where I left it at because it seems like nobody knows how to even drive them anymore because, God forbid, if you're so lazy you can't hit a gas pedal and a brake pedal and hold on to a steering wheel, you sure as hell ain't going to drive a stick shift. Okay, I'm not saying it's a lot of work. I drove them. It's like second nature. As a matter of fact, a lot of cars, when I get into it, without me thinking, my uh, left leg is looking for the clutch. My foot starts moving even though it's not there because you have just driven them so long. It's just part of you now. It's like nothing to drive a stick shift to me. It's just normal. I could leave it there because I would love to see them get in the car and drive away with it. I, I would love... I will pull my classic car up, which is a, a pricey vehicle. I will pull. I would pull it up there, and I have done it before. I go run in, get bagels. I leave it running right where it's at because I am so confident that it's not going anywhere. I would love to see you not only stick shift, but you got to remember with a classic vehicle, it's not your standard five-speed on the floor. Okay? These are three on the tree. And if, it, if you're a car person, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, it's the equivalent to where you would put your car. Well, they don't even do that anymore now. Now you got a knob for cars. Holy crap. It's just, it's, just getting, it's just getting out of control. If you have an older car, when you put your car in drive, you would normally put, you know, it's right up at the top of the steering wheel. And you, you take it and you can move it from park and you put it in drive. Okay. Now, three on the tree. That's where your... Uh, sticks at and you go through all your gears right there right behind your steering wheel now you have to find them because there's depending on the car it's either a two-speed or a three-speed and you got to reverse <laughs> and again i would love to see you get in that car and drive away there are very few people that i know or that i believe would steal a car like that because if you're willing to steal a car like that Number one, you know how to drive it. And most guys that know how to drive those, we're not car thieves. Okay, We're usually collectors and we enjoy the cars and we like seeing each other's cars and we don't do that. But you, the, the regular generation, you couldn't drive a five-speed on the floor, let alone driving a three-speed on the uh, column. There's just no way. 
It's so lazy. We have gotten to the point where this generation is so lazy that you have to put a car on autopilot. Let the car drive because you can't be bothered to drive. And that's not the only thing. It's everything nowadays. Everybody wants everything automated. I can't even imagine what our ancestors would say. When you see those little vacuums now that they grid out your house and this little robot's running all over your house all day long sweeping the floor. I mean, they would just, sure, they would probably love it from back then because all the hard work they did, but I bet you'd have a lot of them turn their nose up to it because they're like, that's crap. That ain't going to clean the way I clean. (laughs) You ain't scrubbing them floors and cleaning the floors the way I clean them. We have gotten to a point where people are so lazy. It's ridiculous. This new generation, and you're going to continue to have problems like this because you have automakers like Elon Musk, and, and I mean, he's... He's a creative person and he's looking to the future and he's trying to create something. And I I get it to a point, but my God, unless all cars are on autopilot, this does not seem like a good idea. I rented a car. I know I'm just going to, I rented a car to go out of town. I always beat up a rental car. I'm not taking my my cars on long drives because if your car breaks down, I call and it gets, uh, you bring me a new car and I don't care what happens to your car. So I don't take my cars because they're more precious to me and it costs me to fix them. (laughs) Really? Uh, So anyways, I got to rent a car. It was a minivan actually. And uh, I'm driving down the road and because of technology, I almost crashed. Not me. I haven't been in an accident since I was probably a a teenager. Hell, I I even had a ticket. I think the last ticket I got was in like 2002 and it was a seatbelt ticket. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not that. As a matter of fact, I, people complain. They, they say I drive like an old man already because I just cruise. I'm not in a rush. I'm just cruising to get everywhere. I'm not just trying to speed around. I mean, I'm not that guy that's, you know, doing 45 on the highway. You know, I'm going to keep up with, with traffic and go 70 on the highway like anybody else. But I'm not in a rush. I'm just cruising, taking it nice and easy. And that's probably why I don't have any problems. But anyways, I'm driving this car. And I, the lane... You know, sometimes you're going through a stoplight and the lane will shift just slightly. You know, it'll, it, it's almost a little crooked. It's like, I don't know, you guys didn't line them up right or whatever you did. But anyways, you just kind of slightly slide over in your lane. And the car pulled the steering wheel to a certain, I think I was I was going, it was swaying a little bit left. And it pulled it right and it scared the hell out of me because I didn't anticipate the car steering itself. Oh, I called up the rental company because, you know, like I said, I don't own nothing new. And I'm looking for the button. I'm, hey, what the hell is this car doing? And how do I turn it off? Because there has to be a way to turn it off. And if I can't turn it off, I'm bringing it back. No, sir, look on the dashboard. It's down here and there. And I see it. Yep, turn those buttons off and turn it off. It's dry. I guess it's a driver assist that if you're drifting a little bit, it straightens the car back out for you. Oh, no, no, no. And... The other thing that almost got me, like, this car was trying to get me in an accident. When I was coming up on a car and I'm hitting the brakes, uh, I guess it thought that I was going too fast, and it starts beeping and flashing a red light in in front of you in 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 the cab there by the windshield. I mean, let's just scare the hell out of everybody. Okay, let's, let's, when you're not intending to turn or do, let's turn the car anyways, because hey, why not? You know, so you lose control of the car. It's insane. It's insane what they're doing to these cars. It's lazy. 
You, you can't drive the car. You don't know when to stop. But obviously, it's not accident proof because this kid, if it was such a good technology, he wouldn't have slammed in. The car wouldn't have slammed into another car or a truck. Okay, so it's not dummy proof. So why not just drive it yourself and pay attention? God, we got a generation of lazy kids coming up, man. Wow, I can't imagine what life is going to be like them later on. It's it's insane. I'm not saying all inventions are, are lazy, and I'm not saying all inventions aren't any good. There are some pretty good inventions. I haven't tried one myself, but I've eaten from somebody that has one, and I think my wife would like to buy one, so we may pick one up. It's just one of those things. It's You know you'd like it, but you forget about it, and then you're like, oh, crap, we got a couple. We got to buy it. There's an air fryer. Uh, somebody had it so much faster to cook stuff and, and it came out really tasty. So, okay, cool. You know, something like that. I'm good with that technology. When you're driving a 2000 pound plus vehicle down the road, I don't need the car telling me what to do. That's a no, no for me. Don't tell me when to turn. Don't tell me when to stop. Don't start throwing messages at me while I'm trying to drive the vehicle. Okay. I'm trying to drive, leave me alone and let me drive. Please. Young people, you guys got to, you got to stop being so lazy. My God, at a minimum, drive your own car. You know, go out and do something crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane that I'm even saying this. Go out and do something crazy. Go and learn how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> It'll blow your mind. Yeah, you'd love it. Believe me, I, I don't know what it is about stick shift, but it's like you have even more control over what you're doing. It's an amazing feeling. It's more quote-unquote work, I guess, if that's considered work to you to drive. But go learn how to drive something cool and old. I'm telling you, you'll be proud of yourself and you'll probably get a bug that's going to bite you inside and you're going to be like, oh, I, I got to have this now. Now I got to have one. Okay, because it's it, you will understand me better if you test some of these things out and go, oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah that that big, fall, big, fat, bald guy, he might have a point there. <laughs> you just never know. Anyways, yeah, I know that's... Uh, I had one more for today, but I'm going run a little bit uh, late on time here. Uh, not on the podcast, but just for myself. So that's going to wrap up. If you like what you're hearing, please rate review. If you like it, reach out to me at littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Beyond that, have a beautiful uh, day. And we will do it again.